Welcome to Anime Out of Context, a comedy review show hosted by a basement dweller who grew up scrounging terrible fan subs on sketchy websites prior to the convenience of modern streaming, alongside a willfully ignorant soul whose only knowledge of anime comes from the shows forced upon him here. This show will contain spoilers, incorrect information, and copious amounts of adult language. Our hosts are not experts on any topic, and everything they say should be taken with a grain of salt. Thank you for listening, and enjoy. Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes... I just forgot my intro for a second, what the fuck? What the fuck? <laughs> Rewind! Take two! Take two! Hello and welcome to Anime Out of Context, the show where I attempt to explain the sometimes weird, sometimes wonderful, but always hilarious world of anime. And I disagree with your love of Levi Ackerman, but I will fight with my life for your right to say it. I'm Sean Rollins. And I'm Remington Chase. Oh, God. People who don't listen to the pre-banter think you're just blindly attacking Attack on Titan fans. <laughs> There's context behind it, but only our patrons know. Hell yeah. Uh, but yeah, Remington. Remington. Uh, how you feeling, bud? I haven't checked in with you for a while. I just want to know how you doing. Oh, uh, 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 you know, you know, uh, life, life's busy. Uh, things are, it, it's holiday season, so things are always a little bit crazy. Um, but, uh, but good, good. Um, yeah, stressed, but good, I would say. Okay, that, you know, that's nice. That is the thing about the holidays, is they're stressful, but, like, the end results are usually what make it worthwhile, you know? Yeah. Uh, so, Remington, uh, with that in mind, <laughs> speaking of stress, uh... Here we go. Here we are. <laughs> Remington, what we're doing today is probably one of the most stressful times, uh, researching anime I've ever had. Oh? Uh, and not because of, like, the usual things, like, the show is bad, or the show makes me want to die, or it's so insanely requested that I'm worried that you're going to get us killed. Uh, no, Remington, the reason I'm stressed is because I might be doing something a little naughty this week. Oh, you naughty boy! <laughs> it's a little bit naughty, and it's a little bit of a middle finger. Uh, to our audience. <laughs> <laughs> oh, perfect, perfect. Yeah, fuck those guys. <laughs> fuck those people who, who support us so, hey, so hey lovingly. Hey, now, hey, now. I love our audience, and I am grateful for all the support we get. Uh, but, Remington, B- you know, fuck them. We- <laughs> I, like, I feel, I feel like you're on your like actively antagonistic to our audience uh, art right now. Like, for, frankly, for the past, like, few months, mm-hmm. where there's been, like, sprinkled in things they've loved, but there's been so many that people are like, why? Why are you ignoring us for these, these shows? Well, the answer was stress, uh, and exhaustion at the time, but this time it's, this time it's more <laughs> deliberate. I'm gonna be honest. Uh, and don't get me wrong, it's not gonna be like the others. The reason that this is gonna piss off some people is because... Well, some people wanted us to never cover this show. Uh-huh. Some people really want us to cover this show. Okay. And the rest are scared for us to cover this show. Interesting. But the biggest reason that this is kind of a fuck you to our audience, a, a loving fuck you, mind, uh, is because, Remington, it's the holiday season. Yep. And past couple of years, everybody's been staging, a, they've, our audience has staged a coup in the name of charity. Yeah. Yeah, they've wanted, they've organized it through our patron and uh through our discord as well as other places 
to get people to unite and trying to get us to cover a specific show they want for our Christmas episode. And it's been yeah. great. It's been wonderful. It's been, you know, a lovely show of companionship in our community, as well as, you know, it's a donating to a good cause, usually birds. Uh, and it's wonderful and great. But the thing is, Remington, they do all of their planning in our Discord. So I see what they're planning. Yeah. And what they're planning this year, Rem, I did not want to do for our Christmas special. <laughs> Be- simply due to the fact that, oh God, it's, it'll feel a bit like an Angel Beats part two. And I don't, I don't know if I'm ready for that. Oh, shit. So. Are you saying fuck the bird? I'm not saying fuck the birds. Excuse me, sir. On broadcast right now, are you saying fuck the birds? I'm not saying fuck the birds, Remington. I'm saying fuck you guys. Pick a different anime because we're doing that one now. (laughs) Oh, okay. All right. (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, they can pick a different anime or they can leave it up to me to decide because I have a good idea or two. Oh, fuck. but, But no, fuck that. I don't want to cover this on Christmas. Because I don't know if I'll have the emotional capacity to. So we're going to fucking do it now. Because, Remington, it's been a long time coming. It's been fucking five years in the making. I've had this prep since day fucking one, but I've been scared to show it to you. Because at first, we had no way of watching it legally because it wasn't legal to watch in the States for years at a time. And when they finally did bring it over, uh, t- there was so much hype and request for it that I was like, oh, God, this is going to... and I- It's going to be rough. It's going to be rough. And... Th- it's hard for me to decide how much for you to watch. There's just been so many factors that prevented me from covering it. And since they're like, all right, we're going to force them this year. I say, nay, I make my own story and we're doing it fucking now. Because Remington, this week, we are covering one of the most popular anime of all time. We are covering the 1995 hit cult classic, Neon Genesis Evangelion. God damn. Now, if... Here's, here's, let let me tell you what I know about this one, Sean. By all means. Number one, it has Best Girl, according to me, five and a half years ago. Correct, yes. (laughs) Five and a half years ago, in episode five, when, when we did Toradora, I said that the, the, the best tsundere was Asuka. Correct. Just so I could be contrarian bitch. Yes. Uh, now we'll finally see how that holds up. Second of all. It's kind of Gundam? It is It is very much a mecha anime, Remington. Yeah. Uh, but it's very much not Gundam. The really only thing they have in common is young kids getting in big robots to fight things. And that's kind of where the similarities end. I'm a level with you. Isn't that all Gundam is? <laughs> no, no, there's more to it. There's like sci-fi <laughs> political stuff and a little bit of interpersonal drama here and there. You know, it, it's different. It depends on which Gundam series you cover, really, whether it's the one with the orphans or the one with, like, the Nazis that aren't Nazis. You know, like, it just hey, Do you prefer orphan Gundam or Nazi Gundam? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, you gotta make a choice there, in this environment. And I There one... are two genders, orphan <laughs> and Nazi. Oh, Christ. Oh, God. And I think, I think I said back when we did our Gundam episode that I think the orphan one was my favorite. I don't know if that still holds up. Uh, <laughs> but eh, who knows? Maybe we'll cover it one day and we'll see. Uh, but no, Remington, uh, today we're talking about Evangelion. And all you know is Asuka and that it's got big mechas. Um, yep. Nothing else? That's all you got? I don't think I know anything else. Okay, that's fine. I feel like I should know more, but I don't think I do. The reason you feel like you should know more, Remington, is it's because it's one of the most iconic IPs to come out of Japan. 
Uh, Neon Genesis Evangelion is one of the reasons that anime is as popular in the West as it is today. Because for a lot of people, it was a gateway anime uh, that also features truly dark and twisted storytelling and messed up characters and goals and things of that nature. While also having iconic designs and iconic moments and iconic action. It is, suffice to say, Remington, it is one of the most influential properties to come out of Japan ever. Like, if Pokemon is at the top of everything, like, I wouldn't be surprised if Evangelion was in the top 10. Oh, okay, okay. Because to this day, like, and I, this came out originally in 1995, Remington, and it was an original anime. It wasn't, like, adapted from a source or anything. Wow. Yeah. And it is often referred to as a mecha psychological thriller. Ooh, all right, okay. Because while on the surface you look at it and it's you see, okay, big robots fighting weird, fucked up looking monsters and people wearing skin tight bodysuits. Like, okay, that sounds pretty straightforward and actiony. The real meat of the show is primarily dealing with the political backgrounds and psychological torture that these kids go through, primarily inflicted on them by the nerve organization. Uh, and the whole situation as a whole, because it's one of those situations where, hey, we have these things that we can fight these giant monsters that are actively destroying the world, but the only people we can get to pilot them are essentially teenagers. And I don't know if you know this, Remington, but putting something as hormonally imbalanced as a teenager in charge of protecting the world kind of leads to a lot of bad decisions on both the organization's fault, the kids themselves, and, like, this show itself is praised and beloved for being an interesting explore character exploration into the dark nature of what a sci-fi mech experience can be, and the idea of getting a young protagonist in the situation. The and so, what with, with all this praise, what you're worried about is that I will come in and absolutely trash it. And you didn't think that was the holiday spirit to have me break everybody's hearts for Christmas again. Correct. Um, there's that aspect, as well as the fact that uh, while it is incredibly praised and beloved, and I also love it, I have a strong uh, history with it and soft spot for it for obvious reasons. I mean, after all, I have my history. Uh, what makes this one very difficult for me to cover is the fact that I recognize all of the problems it has very plainly. So everything you say is going to be things that I've known about for years, and other mm. people have known about for years, and people are going to still be upset at it. The problem is, is whether or not you see the good things in it as well. Because I'm going to be honest with you, Remington, you're going to flat out hate the main character. A lot of people do. <laughs> because he is a he is a hormonal whiny teenager who Wait, does not... the main character is a guy? Yeah. I have I thought it was the I thought it was Asuka. You thought it was Asuka? Uh, see, and that's the other thing, Remington, is uh it's up to you whether or not we see Asuka today. I, I forgot what to mention. What the fuck? What in the <laughs> Because Asuka doesn't show up until episode eight, dog. <laughs> what? Yeah. Who the fuck is this protagonist I've never fucking heard of? Who the fuck is this Jabroni? Uh that would be Shinji Ikari. What the fuck? Yeah, Shinji. Uh, he is the uh, main protagonist and the son of the director of the organization combating these uh, angels, as they're called. And uh, he has been selected to pilot one of the mechas to fight these angels, and he is one of the only people that can. Uh, and the reason that 
people have a hard time getting into this show is because Shinji, I will say, acts very much like a teenager being thrown in the situation. He doesn't want to do it. Uh, it's horrible. It's painful. It's, it's disheartening. Uh, his father is, quite frankly, cruel and abusive. And a lot of people grew up with the common joke catchphrase saying, just get in the goddamn mech, Shinji, because of how many times he refuses the call to action, essentially. But to be fair, I feel like if you or I were in the situation, I wouldn't super be a big fan of doing it either, especially if I was, you know, a young kid. Um, but it's it, Evangelion shows its age in a lot of ways. And having it be centered around Shinji itself is both to its benefit and its extreme detriment. Because Shinji himself isn't the greatest. Like, he's not a character that's easy to root for, but it's understandable a lot of the ways he reacts to some of these situations. It's, it's a rough going, man. It's rough. And the complexity of this show and why I've avoided it for so long is mainly due to him. Mainly due to him and the overall issue of how much of this do I show you. Because, Remington, the other complicated thing about Evangelion is... Uh, its original airing back in 95 was a full 26-episode anime. Okay? Mm, yep, yep. And ever since we started this podcast, everybody's like, you gotta make him watch the whole thing. Holy shit. And I knew from day fucking one that I was like, not gonna happen. <laughs> That's how you kill a man. That's how you kill a man. Like, even if it's one of the best shows you've ever liked, making him watch, making you watch anything, Remington, if it was your favorite thing in the whole world, if it was like 12 Bo Burnham specials, if I make you watch 26 <laughs> anime episodes worth of Bo Burnham, even you would start to dislike him a little bit. Yeah, that, 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 that's a lot. That's especially like something I also want to emphasize, right? Mm -hmm. That I think sometimes people forget. You look, all of you, all of you weebs, you, you can watch something that like maybe you're not a huge fan of kind of like in the background, second monitor, ignoring it. I have to pay, like spend, dedicate time to it, take, goddamn notes like i deliberately watch things even if i don't enjoy them i have to be present and that that makes rough things even rougher yeah which uh you know it's rough it's rough it's really hard like there's a difference between watching something because you want to watch it and see where it goes and binging it that way and actively consuming it and reviewing it trust me i know i've ha had to do some really bullshit april fools episodes in the past <laughs> truth <laughs> so that that's the thing you got to keep in mind and it's not like and it would be one thing if they just wanted you to finish the show remington uh there's also movies that they wanted you to watch holy shit yeah uh because the original series had a bit of a the most controversial thing amongst the biggest fans of the series is how the original series ends uh, which i can't tell you how it ends but let's just say that a lot of people weren't a big fan of it mm. uh but they still regard the show itself as wildly beloved and uh, since that ending, there have been essentially sequel-slash-remake movies that have come out periodically throughout the years. And they wanted me to show you all those as well as the original series. Which, <sighs> gang, no fucking way. <laughs> I, I wouldn't do that to somebody who is excited to watch the series. And I'm someone who's made people watch extended editions of Lord of the Rings films. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm one of those people as well. Yeah. I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You've inflicted that on me. I have, and I'd do it again, motherfucker. <laughs> but I that's the biggest reason we have never covered it up to this point. But since they're like, we're gonna make it happen this year, it's like, I've got no choice. I gotta take it into my own hands. 
I got to get in the goddamn mecca myself and take the reins myself. And that's why we're doing it now, Remington. Uh, synopsis, pretty straightforward. Like I said, it's about our main character, uh, 14-year-old Shinji Ikari, uh, being conscripted, quite frankly, by his father into this program to fight these angels that have uh, been terrorizing the planet for 15 years, essentially. Okay. And the story of him in this situation, fighting these angels, learning what they are, and dealing with the, quite frankly, toxic political environment that is his, um, his life now. Uh, and along the way, he meets various characters, some of his fellow pilots. Uh, Asuka is one of them, as is Rei Ayanami. Uh, th- th- that's the-, the big debate of the show is between Asuka and Rei. Na- uh, most of the people will say Asuka. Some people will say Rei. And then a lot of people will throw the third person, uh, Misato, in. Uh, which you've never heard of those of two of those characters. I'm pretty sure you only know Oscar. I, I vaguely know Ray. Very, Vag- very vaguely. Bet you if I showed you a picture of Ray, you'd recognize her. Yeah. Like uh, the other one, I've never heard of in my goddamn life. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's like an older woman character who likes to drink. You know. As oh, you okay. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, which which one? Uh, what side are you on? Uh. From early, from an early age, I was always on Team Asuka. <laughs> I usually support Bob. blue-haired girls, but I, I always loved Asuka. Uh, as a, an adult grown man, I can see the appeal in Misato. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but, you know, that's, that, that's neither here nor there. Uh, but one other thing I will say, Rep, there is a penguin in the show. <laughs> uh, yay! Okay, we, what? Yeah, he's called, he's called Pen Pen. I love Pen Pen. Here's a picture of Pen Pen. Uh. <laughs> not as cute as I wanted. Well, it, it's a show from the '90s, my guy, and he's not. <laughs> and he's one of those uh, weird penguins with like the rocker hair. So yeah, I don't like it. <laughs> well, look, man, you gotta look for your saving graces when you get them. Uh, <laughs> but this show is wildly beloved. It's got a lot of complex themes to it, and it's primarily a look into the psyche of the fella behind the show, uh, the director of the show, uh, Hideaki Anno. Uh, because Guy was having a rough time, and a lot of what happens in this anime is fueled by him expressing his uh, mental health and his depression at the time. Mm. So there's a lot of there was a lot of trauma that this fellow went through in the and creating the show, and he just wanted to get it out there. And Why are is, you preempting me being an asshole when I <laughs> if I don't like it? Because Remington, if I don't do this, that's when people get angry. <laughs> and, your, and your opinions are going to be your opinions no matter what but this is one of those shows where the more I leave out the more people are going to send us emails and be like well why didn't you mention that it was Studio Gainax that did it see there you go I mentioned it was Studio Gainax that did it uh, we don't talk about them nowadays because they don't do anything anymore because they don't really exist and what and the, and well they, st- they still exist but they don't exactly make anything good because all of their talent left and went to other things <laughs> oh, I see yeah and this is this is the one that really this is the show that really put them on the map. It's it's a lot. It's a lot. There's so much to talk about, so much to cover, and I have to leave this point to you, Remington, because the the folks at the uh, at, at our Discord who are planning to stage a coup and have us do this for Christmas, they wanted you to do eight episodes so that you could get to see Oscar, which is fair, and I figured that was a good amount of episodes to watch as well. But I recently made you watch a fuck ton of an anime. Yeah. So unfortunately, I can't make you do that. So 
Remington, it's going to be entirely up to you. Do you want to watch eight episodes just to be introduced to Asuka? Or do you want to watch five episodes and uh, deal with us having to revisit this in the probably near future? Oh, fuck. Because, and I will say, once you get to episode eight, you are essentially just being introduced to her character. And as you know, she is a tsundere. And people love her for the, how she is throughout the rest of the story. So that, that's kind of the crux of it. It's up to you. But either way, I am fulfilling my mission of showing you Evangelion before they can stage a coup on me and ruin Christmas. <laughs> oh, I t- oh, fuck. Is, oh, the people, uh, the people would be... Okay, all right, weebs, let's make a deal, all right? All of you and me. I'm going to choose eight for all of you. That means that when I show up in part two of the podcast, with some some critiques, and I'm like, oh, some of this wasn't great. None of you motherfuckers are allowed to say, oh, if you only watched more, oh, what an asshole. None of you can say any of that, okay? That's the deal. That's the bargain. You know they're going to say it anyway, though, right, Rem? But I, okay, I, I will be allowed to ignore it, all right? <laughs> you can if ignore it. you say it. it at that point, fuck you. Like, hey, Rem, those words will not fucking leave my lips in part two. I promise you. Because uh, as somebody who's seen all of it, including the movies, and I still quite enjoy the series, I also know that this series is straight up not for everybody. Yeah. Because, hey, gang, when you have a series that's so deeply rooted in dark themes and creators had their own mental health issues while they were creating it, it's going to have some things in it that are either going to be not great for your mental health or are going to resonate with your mental health in a way that helps you be introspective and think about it. But, you know, opinions of the show have varied throughout the years, but it has consistently stayed one of the most popular anime of all time and will probably remain to be so in the future because of how much of a cultural impact it's had on, like, media as a whole, as well as just the cultural zeitgeist. Because Evangelion was groundbreaking for its time. Yep. And so many shows have been inspired by it. Like, you will maybe see some anime shots or animation poses that look familiar to you that will have been inspired partially by this show. That's Very wild. similar to, like, the Akira bike slide that we all know about. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the biggest one that comes to mind is the, they call it the Gynax pose, where it's a dramatic pose with arms crossed, usually standing intimidatingly on top of something very large looking down on the opponent. Like, there's lots of... So what you're saying is this is old fuck media. Oh, well, I'm 90, 1995, Remington. Sounds like old fuck media. Just because you weren't alive then does not mean you can call it old fuck media. <laughs> oh, Christ almighty. Well, Ren, that's, this, is, this has been a huge, huge first part, but it has to be, Remington. We are going deep into it. And I will say, before we do go deep into it, I'm going to put my opinion out at the front. I have a strong emotional connection to this show. I still love this show, but it is still from 1995 and has some very dated anime tropes and themes that don't stack up today. So, gang, it's okay to like the show, but also understand that it has a good amount of problems as well. Preempting that be- because Remington's going to have more problems with it, most likely, and I just want you all to be prepared. But with that in mind, Remington, let's go straight into it. Let's go watch some Neon Genesis Evangelion. And we are back after watching eight whole episodes of the hit 1995 classic anime that 
quite frankly, inspired several generations and continues to do so to this day. Uh, and God help me, I am terrified about what you're going to say, Remington. I know some of what you're going to say, <laughs> but generally speaking, I'm terrified because while your criticisms are going to be fair and valid as they usually are, I'm just worried you're going to say something out of pocket that's going to get us canceled again. Uh, like, like what? Uh, give me an example. <laughs> you're just trying to drag me down with you. Uh, no, I'm just, I, I don't have context, so I'm simply asking for context, good sir. Ah, oh, man. Like, I feel like one of the things you might say that would be out of pocket is that um, all the characters in this show suck or something like that, you know? I see. You're being awfully quiet, Remington. <laughs> and that's not normal for you. You're not a quiet man. You are one of the loudest oh, yeah. people I know. Oh, uh, just, just, just organizing uh, all, all, all my thoughts, Sean, and, and, you know, the best way to execute them. In such a way that's not going to uh, ultimately devastate our uh, project that we've been working five years towards? Or alternatively, how to maximally devastate it. <laughs> this would be a <laughs> wild way to commit internet suicide, my guy. Oh. <laughs> uh. Well, shall we start talking about Evangelion? Sure, sure. All right. So it all starts going into the distant future of 2015. Yep. Uh, shit's fucked. Everything's flooded. There's an emergency uh, going on. Uh, the streets are empty, except for our protagonist, Shinji. Uh, he's just kind of around. <laughs> yeah. He's just kind of in the middle of an abandoned street being like, huh. I guess they're not coming. <laughs> Which is a hell of a situation to be in. Yeah. Uh, and, and then uh, what we will learn is an angel attacks the city. And this angel, it's basically like the OG Titan from Attack on Titan. It's, it's just big, uh, demonic, and weird. And it starts attacking the city versus a lot of military bullshit. Uh, finally... Shinji's, uh, we, we don't know who it is, but a woman picks up Shinji, and then we learn, uh, that she is, uh, what the fuck is her name? Misato. Somewhere. Misato. Uh, Misato, uh, she picks him up, and, uh, and, and he's like, all right, let's go. Uh, the, the angel is, is taking a, a beating from all of the military shit and does not care, so they basically nuke it, uh, but it's fine, and Shinji, and and uh, Misato are are caught in the shockwave, but they're also pretty fine. Um, you know, it's no big thing. Uh, in fact, they they stare at at the blinding blast as it just overcomes them. Uh, she brings Shinji to to his father's agency, um, Nerve, I believe. Mm -hmm. And there's this big underground base. Uh, they they show him around. And there's big old mech, and they're like, "Hey, that's what you're gonna be piloting, bud." Um, and Shinji's like, "Oh, but what if I don't though?" And they're like, "Motherfucker, you are here for one reason." <laughs> you <laughs> like, you are a goddamn nepo hire born to pilot this mech. So get the fuck in. And he's like, oh, "I don't know." And they're like, we do. 
get the fuck in. So he gets the fuck in. Yeah. Um, and uh, the the base is being attacked, but uh, but they rise up the mech. Uh, it sends Shinji in, and then we had a nice little standoff. Uh, mech versus Angel. All right. Uh, and and we see that in episode two, we open up with that fight. And they're like, all right, so first concentrate on walking. So this is really his first time doing any of this shit. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's like, oh, concentrate on walking, ready to fight this hell beast. It's going to a, a, a toddler and being like, hey, great first steps, bud. Now you're going to fight God. <laughs> like, maybe. <laughs> maybe there should be a few intermediary steps. Yeah, well, is all hey. I'm saying. Look, child safety is not the uh, primary concern here. Genzo is just not exactly... Father of the year, he's not. <laughs> 14-year-olds are a dime a dozen. And then it needs to be 14-year-olds. I don't know why. I don't... Uh, did they explain it? I can't remember an explanation. They emphasized it needed to be 14-year-olds. There is an explanation, but... Uh, I, as is the case with a lot of things in this show, I can't explain it yet. <laughs> Alright. I'd be amazed if it's a good one. <laughs> it feels... It feels pretty stupid, and maybe there's a genius explanation. I'm skeptical. Uh, <laughs> and so, uh, they they fight. He he sort of just trips over himself, stumbles into the angel that like rips into his arm and rips into the mech's arm, blasts its fucking head. Uh, and then he and then uh, Shinji wakes up in the hospital. Um, so needless to say, you know. There, a lot went on, and you're like, oh, the, the angel just fucked him up. Uh, so he wakes up in a hospital, and people are like, oh, hey, about time. Uh, everybody seems to be in pretty good spirits, all things considered, you know, after, uh, after such devastation. Uh, we, we see some backrooms dealings with uh, Nerve, uh, Shinji's father, who is, like, the CEO of Nerve, talking to world leaders and bullshit like that. There's, like, a nice Illuminati vibe with that and we see that shinji is going to be rooming with uh misato and uh they they go to their place they arrive home she gets drunk uh we meet the penguin who's just vibing yeah uh my question is where is pen pen's mech uh pen pen is not 14 years old <laughs> it when pen pen turns 14 right can he get a mech based on the logic of this uh this setting and universe i don't see a reason why not <laughs> Heck yes! <laughs> I want Pen Pen Mech. You you want Pen Pen to take a Mech? Uh, yes. <laughs> well, good news is uh, penguins uh, can live up to fifteen years, so we've got a chance. <laughs> that's how. That's how he's gonna go out. He's gonna go out in style. God damn it! He's gonna get his own Eva. Oh, it'd be so good. Uh, and as Shinji goes to bed, he has a flashback to the battle where we see there was a bit more to it that uh, we were not privy to until now. Uh, after getting fucked up, the mech kind of just did mind of its own and went berserk and kicked the angel's ass, uh, barely before uh, shutting down. And Shinji, you know, he, he has some good old trauma about it. Oh yeah, that, hey, uh, uh, Shinji has some good old trauma about it is the synopsis of the series, Remington. Because <laughs> uh, this kid's going to go through a lot. <laughs> My summary of Shinji is like, I understand his character. Yes. 
right? I'm like, okay, it, he's justified in his actions. I get it. Why is he the main character? <laughs> because it's it's like, hey, no fault in the character building, but some fault in like the character focus. Yeah, because he's bland and annoying most of the time, and that is kind of the universal complaint about the show. Which, once again, it's not because, like, oh, he's such an inconsistent character. It's like, no, once again, I get it. I understand. Uh, it, it makes sense for a character like him to react in these ways in these circumstances, right? I'm not complaining about that. I'm complaining about the story being about him. <laughs> well, like, hey, it balloons out uh, the uh, more we get into it with more characters and things of that nature. But yeah, I... The main focus on Shinji is definitely the, uh, uh, is, is a, a big issue for a lot of people. Uh, most people don't even give you, give the consideration you gave him, Remington. Most people are like, I don't like him. I'm not going to watch the rest of the show. <laughs> like, they, they don't even give him <laughs> more than that, you know? Yeah, yeah. Uh, Shinji has a couple of classmates, uh, nerd and, like, bully, uh, Maybe one day they'll be relevant. They aren't thus far, so you probably won't hear about them again. Yeah. Because uh, I, I don't think in these eight episodes... Like, they're around, yeah. but they don't do anything. They're, they're not as important as the folks at Nerve specific. There's a fun moment where, like, the, the bully, he beat up Shinji and made, him even, made Shinji even more self-conscious, right? And traumatized. Um, and then later on, when another angel is on the attack, and shit's getting fucked. Uh, the the nerd and and the bully are like, "Oh man, Shinji has to save us." And the nerd just like drops a casual comment, being like, "Oh man, I hope he's up for it after you beat the shit out of him." <laughs> and, and you can tell like the bully is like, "Oh no!" <laughs> like he realizes he may have just destroyed civilization as he knows it because he wanted to punch a kid. Yeah. Um. Which I, I'm I'm gonna level with you. That's a pretty, pretty fragile society you got there. I mean, to be fair, <laughs> there we're a, the society that's presented to us is completely fragile. Like it is, we are like you know decades into this crisis that they are dealing with, and yeah, no, it's pretty fucking fragile. Pretty fucking fragile. If if you are like all it all it takes for society to crumble is for one emotionally immature and unstable 14-year-old to have a single bad day. Like... <laughs> things, yeah, things aren't great, dog. Things aren't fucking great, and that is the whole point. <laughs> Do you think they want it to be 14-year-olds piloting these giant mechs to fight these angelic demons from hell? Of course not. <laughs> of course they don't want that, Remington. But unfortunately, that's the situation they're stuck in. Oh, man. But, uh, it, yeah, I don't know, it's still just, I keep just thinking back to, like, it having to be 14-year-olds, and it just feels so bad. Well, get over it, Remington. <laughs> there is a reason I cannot tell you, and I, if I did, I would be in trouble. <laughs> That's, okay, don't, don't tell me the reason, but I want you, and, and be fucking honest with me, alright? It, is it a good reason? I would say yes. It's a good reason. It's a good reason, and it makes complete sense in the world uh, that they have presented to us. And uh, yeah, no, it, it's as good a reason as you're gonna get, Remington. Well, I mean, good a reason as I'm gonna get is different than a good reason. <laughs> Look, Remington, trust me. 
is I've seen a lot of anime where they just kind of hand wave the whole uh, young people being in charge of like super suits, Power Ranger suits, mechs, whatever. Uh, this show does not hand wave it. There is a, a reason, and it is a established lore based reason, as well as the fact that it makes sense. Uh, just it involves a lot of complex factors that come together in the show, and. I wish I could tell you more, but I can't. <laughs> I, I Fair can't. enough. Okay. All right. Okay. And, and at the end of episode two, what we also see after this like flashback to how the battle with the angel actually went, right, mm-hmm. is we see that uh, when uh, coming back and returning and everything, uh, like the Eva mech looked at him with a nice like biological eyeball. <laughs> yeah. Uh, establishing that uh, I basically, here, let, let's just run down. I'm already ready to give my bold predictions, as I'm one to do. All right, hey, I'm here for it. All right, so uh, there, there's a handful of components here, all right? So you got the angels, and you have the Evangelion mechs. Uh, I think that very much they're, they're two sides of the same coin, all right? Uh, they... In episode, uh, I don't know, seven, eight, one, one of the last episodes I watched. Yeah. They, they mentioned, they, they like got a sample from some angel thing and they called it Adam, right? Yes. So here's my thinking. All right. Because this show, it, it loves its biblical imagery and that's your boy's wheelhouse. Yeah. So yeah. I'm either going to be more accurate than usual because of that or way the fuck off. I think that. You got you got two aliens, all right, of nebulous origin. Uh, Adam, Eve. That's what we'll call them. Okay. Uh, I don't know where you pulled uh, those uh, from, but you know what? Let's go with it. <laughs> and and uh, Eve has created the Evangelions. Mm, and interesting. Adam has has created the angels. Um, and who knows why they're fighting or trying to conquer? Um, I I suppose my bold prediction is that it, it has very little to do with humanity, very much just kind of getting caught in the crossfire type deal. Um, it, it's like, hey, if two eldritch horrors are going to fight, uh, it, they don't really care about the casualties. You're just kind of meaningless to them. Uh, that with like a, a little bit more nuance, and maybe the Evangelians slightly care. Maybe. Um, or at least they care about the hosts or the ones that they link up with or some bullshit like that. Um, but that that's my thinking of the overall big picture shit. Okay. All right. As usual, I can't I won't give you any response because I know you wouldn't want it. Uh but noted folks listening. Uh just goes to show Remington has some interesting thoughts and opinions. Damn right. I I think I nailed it. I think I I got the biggest brain and it turns out Eve pen pen the whole time. <laughs> uh, the biggest <laughs> twist of them all. The main villain of the whole series. No, is, no, no. This would be this would be like the secondary like main hero. Oh, excuse me, like excuse the hero me. in disguise. The <laughs> the Cube, the 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 catalyst for humanity's survival is Pen Pen the Penguin. Essentially, this yeah, it's basically like if if Frodo like brought his dog on the journey. And then halfway through bringing his dog, the dog then transformed into Gandalf and was like, I'm Gandalf the whole time. And you're like, really? Fido was Gandalf? And it, it's that. Um, 
that that's not an official prediction but man if if that's anywhere close to being accurate people will think that i've read ahead because that is a bonkers guess i don't think that's the case but if it is that's fucking insane i'll have you know his name is samwise (laughs) (laughs) and he's the best friend a man could ask for (laughs) (laughs) oh so uh episode three Shinji is finally practicing with his goddamn mech, um, and he's an, an obedient empty vessel. He's, he's, you know, he's not having a great time. Nope. Um, uh, this is where we get the, the drama with the classmates and blah, blah, blah. I basically already covered that. Um, there's another angel. They, it fights, uh, Shinji, uh, has another, like, barely victory. Uh, we, which, you know, I, I can appreciate that these battles, well, it, admittedly, I'm I'm a level with you. The battles kind of bland as fuck. It was 1995, um, my guy. <laughs> you, you can't, you can't. I've I've seen some old shit with with better choreography. Uh, they, they improve as the show goes on. Like, all right, it gets more competent. The, but you know, you thus just, far extremely bland action. Um, where it's like you, it has great set pieces, right? Where these terrible, crazy monsters, because every angel is different, um, and it's like, all right, and here's what this one's doing. Um, and then it's like, how are we going to take it down? And it's like, I don't know, one hit KO something, somewhere or another, who cares? And it's like, oh, okay. It's like, are we going to have any cool back and forth? No. <laughs> Never. <laughs> and it's like, okay, sure. It's basically every single angel has an unspoken giant red kill me boss button and every fight is oh man can shinji do it oh it fucked him up oh but he pressed the the kill button so he wins it it it, there's been quite a few angels and none of them and they've had cool designs but like i'm not gonna remember any of them because how it went about using them was horribly uninteresting and there's also like not a ton of stakes because it's like oh don't worry People are super safe. Everybody is super safe. Um, all of this infrastructural damage, it only matters in like a very abstract sense. Uh, and, and so, you know, thus far, not great. Not great on that front, which is disappointing because, you know, it's a goddamn shonen mech anime. It, it's, well, yeah, it is, though a lot of people would probably argue the shonen quality of it. Look, given how much they focus on 14-year-old girls' panties, I, I think it's safe to say this is a shonen. Okay. <laughs> I think I think that's a pretty safe designation. I'm either going to call it shonen or ecchi, so that's up to you. It's definitely not the latter. All right, then, then we have a decision made. Oh, dear. <laughs> oh, did you think I wasn't going to bring up how horny this is? For the 14-year-old girls? Because boy, oh boy, is it horny for them. Uh, it introduces them, and, and you you can... Just the, the camera shots on, on this. Holy shit. Yeah, like it's I said, there are some things in here that even modern fuck. fans aren't a huge fan of. And, and some people, some people, I can hear it now. Some people are going to counter. They're going to be like, oh, but occasionally, like, Shinji is, is naked, right? That's not the problem. Yeah. <laughs> That's not the problem. But, but... First of all, not great either. But second of all, it never sexualizes Shinji. <laughs> when he's naked, it's like, oh, how embarrassing. When when any of the girls are, are naked or undressing, 
then that's when the the show creators they they look you dead in the fucking eye and they're like yeah how about this huh and i'm like i please stop please just move the fuck on um and it happens far too often yeah no that Uh, that is one of the relics of uh anime that uh most modern fans not a fan of uh and we choose to ignore it for the most part because the other stuff is worthwhile that stuff not so much the other stuff yes oh man uh and and i i understand why the only people i was at all familiar with were asuka and to a lesser extent ray uh because i've I've seen one episode with asuka and a little bit more of ray and yeah they're way more interesting than any other character thus far that is correct yes (laughs) why why do you think it's been a debate for literal decades rem Yeah, that being said, with Ray, all right, so, like, it's gonna be a nice little, like, weird love triangle thing, right? Um, but, like, oh, who who should Shinji get with? Um, with Ray, there's this weird element of Ray liking him because she reminds him of his dad? Um, there was a moment where it's like, <laughs> she saw his dad's face overlaid with his. Yeah. Uh, and that... I don't like that. Oh, yeah, no. It's properly fucked up, Remington, and it's fucked up on purpose. Don't worry. (laughs) I feel wildly uncomfortable. Good, you should. You should. That's the intent. (laughs) You say that's the intent, but then they're also like, hey, let's make a bunch of jokes of Misato uh, uh, being with... Shinji, ha 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 get it, this adult woman with a 14-year-old boy, ha ha ha, how funny, how silly, what the fuck? Yeah, again. And that one, that one, that one is not intended to be creepy, that one's intended to be hilarious, that one, it, it just plays for laughs 100% of the time. Yeah, no, that, again, like I said, some tropes and, and things are way too dated for their time, yeah. Yeah, uh, so, continuing on. Uh, after an, another angel battle, in episode, we go to episode four, Shinji, uh, he, he runs away, leaves a note, um, he's, he's just sad for a while, and then he, he comes back, well, well, he meets, uh, one of his classmates, and then he, he comes back, uh, and is sort of forced back, and they're like, are, are you gonna be a pilot or not? He's like, ah, nah, fam, and so, uh, then he's, he's on his way out. But then, at the last second, instead of getting on the the train, he doesn't, and he's like, "I'm coming back, actually." Um, and that's th- that's this whole episode. This whole episode is is Shinji in a nutshell. Uh, valuable character building. I don't like the character it's building. I get it. I understand it. I don't like it. <laughs> hey, that's okay as long as you understand it, Remington. <laughs> that's the important thing because most people uh, who are hypercritical of the show refuse to at the very least understand it and you're making much bigger steps than a lot of other people which i appreciate <laughs> uh so the next two episodes are focused on ray uh we see that when ray uh tried the prototype of a, a, of the mech uh it did not go great it freaked out and they had to eject ray and shinji's dad helped to uh, pull her out. Not it's like kind of save her, but not really save her. More to like put himself in danger to check on her. Um, and that's what has made uh Ray like so into Shinji's dad. Yep. Uh, and Shinji has to deliver uh something to Ray, so he goes in there, and then 
Uh, there's just lot the, the the whole scene it just exists for uh, an extended series of pervy moments with Ray. Um, you could you could have some interesting character building. Um, nope. The show says, "Hey, fuck you." Uh, and spends way too much time because it's, it's not just one moment here. No, it is literally just a series of moments, and it's like, oh, okay, that's how we're gonna have them meet just with all of that. Okay, all right, you could have done something there. Um. There's an opportunity cost, unfortunately. Uh, then, at the end of this episode, we see that yet another angel, this one, that's just this this giant, uh, like, tesseract is, is coming, and it starts drilling down, and uh, it can't get hit at all, and it immediately kills everything. And it, it's drilling down to the base. So, as we go into the next episode, uh, Shinji and Rei, they have to go and handle it. There's this big old plan of taking all of the power of Japan to power this cannon, and so they do that. They they work it out. There's a, a kind of like an obstacle, but not really. Mostly they go and shoot it, uh, and and so they kill that. Uh, then episode seven. Uh, with with episode seven, we get a little bit of exposition uh, about the angels and about the second impact incident. Um, we, we get some stuff with, uh, Misato and the UN and other ways that the world is defending itself and testing, uh, non-Evangelion tech, um, that goes wrong and they have to fix it and then they do fix it. Um, and it, the episode has kind of a, a sappy, undeserved ending, but whatever. Uh, <laughs> it's kind of filler. This episode, it's... A little bit, yeah. It, it, it builds up, kind of? Um, I think, but, like... Like, the most important stuff is, like, the background and such, the... Yeah, watch the first three minutes, and then if you're not, if you don't feel, like, if you're on a bit of a time crunch, okay, candidate to skip the other 18. Yeah, that, I I will agree with you 100% on that one. (laughs) Like, there's not, there's not enough to make it justified. You can, you can infer, you can infer a lot of the character stuff anyways. Yeah, it's like, there's some nice little background details, but uh, episode eight, this is where we meet Asuka. They get on an airship. For some reason, the nerd and the bully are brought along. Don't really know why. (laughs) I mean, well, like the whole like little uh, facility town they're in is essentially run by Nerve, so they're technically part of the company in that regard, but like, you know, cast padding mostly. (laughs) <laughs> is what it felt yeah. like to me. Uh, so, uh, obviously, uh, when Shinji met Rei, it wasn't a great opening scene. Uh, but now, we get to meet Asuka, and hopefully she gets a better one. Spoiler, she doesn't. It's immediately a very pervy scene. Um, uh, <laughs> but why? Look, first impressions matter. I think we can all agree, right? Uh, and, and when a character gets introduced, that's the moment to really signify what they're all about, right? And so when a show takes that moment to show you what they're about and what they decide is, hubba hubba, fellas, like, that's that's what you want to emphasize? That's that's what you want to introduce? That's what you want me to take away from this conversation? It uh, Yeah, again, major problems with It's not just that it's era. tasteless and that it's creepy because it's 14-year-olds uh, and that it's sexist and objectifying. It's also... Just bad storytelling. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, uh, and 
to but to be fair, Asuka immediately shows that she's the best character because she looks at Sh Shinji and he's like, he looks kind of dull. Oh my goddamn! Has she been watching the show? She right. Um, <laughs> she she knows what she's talking about. Uh, and an angel ends up attacking the aircraft carrier they're on. So uh, Shinji and Asuka both hop into Asuka's mech and uh, they they fight the angel and win, doing more damage than the angel did, if I'm being honest. Oh yeah, 100%. Um, <laughs> they, but hey, they it's not like the military are helpful or anything. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Uh, and then uh, we, we also meet uh, like Misato's ex, who's just a uh, creep. Uh, and he he's the one who brings a part of Adam to Shinji's dad or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the very end, we learn Asuka is now in class as well with Shinji and Rei. Yeah. Uh, also, I, I noticed this, especially in this battle. I noticed it a little bit elsewhere, but they, sometimes Evangelion is real bad at, like, consistency of size. Um, when it, Especially when having multiple, like, big things with each other. Because it'll be like, oh, look, these things are comparable. And then it'll immediately go to, this thing is ten times the size of the other. Uh. And, you know, normally, uh, a bit, bits and pieces here and there, that's okay. In this fight, I noticed it pretty egregiously. Yep. <laughs> there, were, there were some moments where there were wild-sized distortions. Mm-hmm. Uh, once again, I'm willing to, if, if there's just a little bit here and there, look, I get it. Animation's complicated. This one was like, did, did no one check on this? Uh, it was just especially egregious. But those are the eight episodes of Evangelion. And I'm just going to start by saying, gang, he would have hated it on principle if I made him watch all 24. <laughs> <laughs> oh, excuse me, 26. My bad, 26. Oh, of course, of course. Yeah, so, and this was what y'all wanted uh, him to get to so he'd at least meet Asuka. Uh, that was the consensus at, that a lot of you guys came to. Uh, so, you, genuinely, you guys cannot say he just needs to watch more when, in fact, I know the fact that the reason this shows as iconic as it is is because of everything that happens after a certain point but i couldn't just show him so many episodes all at once it's a bad it's why i didn't want to do this one for the longest time gang i understand i understand the important thing is gay just please temper your emails that's all i want that's all i ask <laughs> hey and I, I don't think it's a bad show uh, I, I think it's certainly a dated one. Very dated. 100% uh, dated. I think that it's on the low end of good, but it's still probably getting above a five for me. So that's a success. Um, yeah. I think it has a lot of flaws. Um, personally, I think that there are better ways to spend your time, but I do not think this is a bad one. And like Also... Intro, certified bop, especially, like, the first 10 seconds. Uh, oh, yeah. First 10 seconds, love me some big brass. I will always accept that in an intro song. Uh, Fly me to the moon outro, or rather outros. Delightful. Mm -hmm. Great choices all around. Yep. Good shit. Yep. Uh, and so you're aware, the Netflix version skipped out on a lot of the Fly Me to the Moon outros from time to time, uh, which pissed off a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, yep. that's fair. Yeah, because uh, it's so iconic to the series, Fly Me to the Moon. Uh, yeah. And yeah, it, there was a lot of controversy when this anime finally got brought to, back to Netflix, Remington, because for 
like a solid decade you couldn't get it legally in the US. Ooh. Which, you know, was wild because of a lot of licensing stuff. Uh, and when they finally did bring it back to Netflix with like an updated dub and things of that nature, uh, the lack of Fly Me to the Moon was a big, big, big turnoff for a lot of people. Uh, and some of like the dialogue changes as well. But th- th- that's besides the point. Uh, the point is, uh, gang, he didn't outright hate it thinking it's the worst thing ever. So you don't have to kill me. That's what I care about. <laughs> uh, it, But at the very least, Remington, from what you saw, though, arguably, I think it could be said that even though you watched eight full episodes, you saw a fairly limited amount of what the show is building up to and going for. Do you can you at least see the potential the show has to have inspired, you know, generations of people? Oh, certainly, especially because I think that the world building is pretty solid in what it it seems to be going for and what it's establishing. Um, that combined with when it was created and put out, it, it's easily one of those things where, like, week to week, as people would, uh, imagine and think about what's to come, what could happen, what could be, uh, theorizing, coming up with, uh, fan theories, and then just straight up fan fiction and the like, right? Oh god, the fan um, fiction. There's so much fan fiction. Oh, certainly. Both wholesome uh, and otherwise. Oh, yes. Uh, and, and so with those... Uh, with, with all of those levels, it, it totally makes sense that it, it caught on uh, to the degree that it did. Now, I would probably argue that there are better options now. Um, I, I think that I think it's commendable that Evangelion holds up as well as it does. Mm-hmm. But it's not one of those that you watch and you're like, man, hasn't lost a beat. No, you're going to watch it and you're going to be like, mm, maybe, maybe just a couple beats have been lost here. Yeah, no, there's, look, there's too much uh, flavoring of old school bad anime tropes that uh, stain the otherwise fascinating uh, canvas that is Evangelion. And we all know, we all know, we, we watch it in modern day. If you have any sense, you understand, you get it. But we're... The fans of the series are very much able to look past those flaws and see the good that lies with it, uh, which sometimes you have to do. You shouldn't have to do it. But for a show that is, oh, God, nearly 30 years old now. Oh, my Christ. Um, yeah, you, you got to understand, like, time period is important for that consideration. Weirdly, uh, I think this, as crazy as this may sound, this makes me understand Attack on Titan more. Uh, because I feel like Attack on Titan helped people relive to a certain degree the nostalgia of Evangelion. What, uh, like be- mechs that are because... weird, that have weird flesh connections to them? <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I mean, I'm pretty sure in Attack on Titan, we've, like, at some point I called it, like, flesh mech or some bullshit. Oh yeah, you and everybody else, yep. <laughs> and, and so, and, and in a lot of ways, for better or worse, Attack on Titan from what I've seen, wants to be a spiritual successor of Evangelion. Mm-hmm. And I think that a lot of people who wanted nothing more in the world but that uh, were extremely satisfied to receive that. Yeah, I- I'll tell you right now, Remington. In whatever form it came in. Yeah, I'll tell you right now, Remington, you, you kind of hit the nail on the head with a lot of that. And lots of anime since Evangelion have been inspired by Evangelion. Like, in oh, yeah. more ways than one. So that's... Uh, it, you kind of nailed it in that regard, my guy. 
Um, the amount of times I've heard people be like, oh, it's a bit like Evangelion, uh, trying to uh, describe it back, back in the day when it first came out. I understand. I completely understand that. Uh, problem is, is even though Evangelion's got a lot of dated aspects to it, <laughs> Attack on Titan can't really compare, in my opinion. Oh, yeah, it, it's, it's basically, it's like the closest off-brand that's a lot We've got Eva cheaper. at home. We've got Eva at home. It's fine. Yeah, and it's like, people are like, oh my god, finally! And so they, they hop on. Yeah, um, but good news for Eva fans is there have been, like, movies and uh, slightly different adaptations of the series since then uh, that have vastly improved the series and moved away from some of the grosser like dated stuff which is nice uh and you know eva fans eva fans haven't been like starved for the pat for like it, since its first inception right it's just that you know whenever you get something new to add on to that gives you a similar vibe it makes you happy and excited uh whether or not it does it successfully though that's another story entirely but all in all evangelion is iconic for a reason because up until that point there had never been a show quite like it and that is worth remembering. And and gang, if you go and watch the show and you're not having as great a time as a lot of these uh, uh, older anime fans say it is, that's completely understandable because, yeah, it's from a different time period and there are a lot of things that just do not stand up today. And yeah, Shinji is a bland, boring bitch of a character, but he is a character that makes sense in the setting and everything he does and goes through makes sense, which is... More than you could say for most anime protagonists, I feel like. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, I can understand not liking Shinji. Uh, but hey, let me tell you, uh, the creativity behind this story as a whole, is, in my opinion, makes it worth going through and finishing it uh, at the very least. And once you finish like the initial series with the knowledge that everything that was made after it is adds on to it and makes it better, then you can theoretically decide from that point onward whether or not you it's worth the rest of your time because unlike remington most folks are willing to watch more than like watch a 26 episode series without too much complaint uh but remington i suppose uh the question i need to ask you next is uh do you have any guesses on what the mouse score for this one is it might be trickier than you think i mean it's gotta be high the question is how high mm-hmm. um and we're definitely. just talking about the original series here, like not anything that came after it. All right. I'm definitely going to say eight point something. Okay. Um, let's see, because I, uh, with it being old, it has nostalgia, but it also has uh, people hating on anything popular, hating on anything old. Um, let's stick to 8.32. Is that your final answer? Sure. Why not? Okay. Well, Remington, with... <laughs> Yeah, uh, with 1.06 million ratings, <laughs> uh, gang, it, like I said, 95, one of the most popular series of all time, uh, been around a long, long time, uh, currently, Neon Genesis Evangelion, or, uh, Shinseiki Evangelion, is sitting nice and pretty at 8.35. Oh, right, so close, so you, close! You were so fucking close, dude. You fucking nailed it, which is amazing considering how many people have reviewed this one. Uh, and <laughs> yeah, and a trend that we I don't normally see in Mal uh, score ratings. Uh, the chart is straight up a hill. The majority oh, of the, 
the majority of the votes are 10 out of 10, which yeah, yeah. It, it's that it is that kind of show for a lot of people. And then it just literally goes down level to level to level to level. The only like slight variances is at the one out of 10 and two out of 10. Yeah, yeah. And but aside from that, it's a pretty like consistent hill, which is fascinating because usually usually you get a spike at like the seven, eights and nines. Very rarely do you see it go ten, nine, eight, seven, six in a fairly satisfying way like that. Yeah. It, it just goes to show uh, for, for how much me, of an effect I'm probably this show going has. like a 5.5 to 6 overall, which is um, really good for you. Yeah, and I I think like the vibes are like 7.5 to 8. Yeah. I think that looking at the like mechanics of everything, the 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 structural and more substantial elements, it falters a little bit more, but the the vibes are definitely there. Yeah. Uh and for me, I'm I'm nestled nicely in that 7.5 to 8 range for myself because hey this is one of those shows that helped get me into more complex and interesting anime back in the day like it it is a gateway show for a lot of people which is wild considering some of the things that happen later on uh you know hey let's just say there's a lot of dark stuff in my childhood you know <laughs> and evangelion has some of the darker stuff which is fine uh i was 13 don't need to worry about it you weren't 14 yet, so you were No, fine. no, so I was fine. I didn't have to get into Neva yet. I was I was safe. I was good. Because <laughs> God knows I did not want to be Shinji. <laughs> Even at 13, <laughs> I did not want to be Shinji. Uh, nobody wants to be Shinji, let's be real. Oh, ain't that the truth. Hell, fucking, <laughs> fucking Gendo didn't even want Shinji except for the fact that he can go into a mech. <laughs> oh, God, he is a shitty dad. Anyways. Uh, but with that in mind, Remington, I guess the final question I need to ask you, is there any chance you'd ever want to come back and watch more Evangelion? Uh, I, I'm, I'm gonna level with ya. I feel like I would probably receive more dopamine watching, like, a video essay about the show or about the lore on my second monitor while doing something than I would actually watching the show. Okay, uh, that might be the most hurtful thing you've said all day. <laughs> <laughs> That actually kind of stung me a little bit. There's lots of good video essays out there. Oh, there Uh, are. There are. And Evangelion has loads of them. But, ow, that that, that does sting a little. I'll put it this way. Uh, I'm I'm not against watching more asterisk a little bit against the amount that I know I would have to watch the next time. But ignoring that element, I'm not against watching more uh, in in a vacuum. Um, I'm just not particularly compelled either. Okay, that is a fair assessment. And with that, uh, sorry, hey gang, didn't want this to be on Christmas. <laughs> so, so. <laughs> but there speaking we go. of of Christmas, and right, right as we transition, Sean, do you know what's going on right now? What's that, Remington? The twelve days of April Fools, truly Sean's favorite time of the year. Uh, for those who don't know what that is, or maybe you didn't listen to last week's episode, uh, twelve days of April Fools. That is. 12 days in a row of April Fool's episodes uh, that are just being uploaded to our Patreon right now. We're in the thick of it. Uh, If you just go over to Patreon for $5, you get 11 bonus episodes from this year, 11 bonus episodes from last year, many bonus episodes we had uh, throughout the years, including, yes, even more April Fool's. Uh, you get so much. There's so much for just $5, $5. It's a steal, y'all. And let me guarantee you, 
some of the shit that I have done to Sean this year. It is delightfully atrocious. Uh, Look, <laughs> having to watch 24 hours of a Christmas story was just a prelude, gang. <laughs> some of the things he's made me go through this year. Oh, boy, like, if you think Shinji has it rough, my god, I, I feel like I'm having a rough go of it myself. Like, there, there's so many, so many great things. Uh, and so I, I just want to strongly encourage it. Once again, it's, it's a labor of love that we do. Uh, over 10 hours of bonus content just for $5. Just boom, there you go. Uh, just this year, just not even counting all the pre-banters or last year's 12 days or any of that. Like, that, that, that's a goddamn bargain. And it's quite the bargain uh, that it's such a bargain that Remington is shilling for the Patreon. He never does that. <laughs> I, I just want people to properly experience alongside you, uh, you know, the, the fruits of my labor. <laughs> the fruits of your labor. I see. I see. Uh, yes. I mean, of course, I beautifully crafted this all. You did craft it all. I'm All you had to do was watch some things. That's easy, Sean. Uh <laughs> oh, it's easy, is it? Then why do you complain every week, you son of a bitch? You've been complaining every week for five years! You absolute oh. bastard! Oh, shit. Uh, the point is, yes, go watch. Don't let my suffering be in vain. And there is some nice things I have to say about some of the things we watch as well. So, you know, it's not all bad. Uh, just mostly. <laughs> just mostly. Just mostly. Uh, but the important thing is, <laughs> go patreon.com slash context. And as for the folks who are like, hey, what are you going to do for Christmas then since, you know, you stole our, our, our coup from us? Uh, don't worry, gang. Uh, much like the ends of Evangelion, flying to the moon is something I am quite familiar with as well. And I don't with know that, what the fuck that means. Don't worry, you will. And with that... Thank you all so much for tuning in. We really appreciate it. If you enjoy Remington very carefully going through one of the most beloved series of all time and doing his best not to get us killed, then please head on over to wherever you get your podcasts and leave us a review. They mean the world to us, and we do read every single one. But if that is not enough for you, you can head on over to twitch.tv slash animeoutofcontext, where myself, Dylan Remington, do occasionally play video games very poorly. And coming in... Uh, January, I'm probably going to be devoting at least one to two days a week to just me streaming, guaranteed. And if I don't, I'm probably going to have to do punishments instead, because I need to get better at scheduling the, that kind of shit. Ooh, uh, la, la. I know, I'm aware. Uh, will they be great streams? Hey, only way to f one way to find out. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and like we said, if that's still not enough for you, you can head on over to patreon.com slash animeoutofcontext where you gain all those bonus episodes and the opportunity to be thanked live on the podcast. So, Rem, who are we thanking this week? Well, as always, we would like to send our regards to all of our bland bitch protagonists, as well as our magical girls, who we really appreciate. But moving on, we get to our Yandere waifus, who are are just giving us a flesh mech beatdown, uh, which is also <laughs> what I give Sean every Saturday. <laughs> and on that list, we... <laughs> I'm, I'm very lonely. <laughs> <laughs> we have my name is first now bitch oops sorry i was just overly excited you're not a bitch please don't hurt me zombie stomp xanax zayden your weekly reminder to wash your pits sean yandere neko why sean why sean when is the force fairy 5 revisit walk me home gently vinland saga's peakland saga rem please watch vegeta is better than goku fight me 
Utah number one, Unhinged Prax, Totally God's Angel, Titan CNH, uh, Thopterdot King, Ruler of Ornai, The Villain Behind Glasses Wants Remington's Reaction to Chief Nianta, uh, The Thank and Yank is my favorite Evangelion combat maneuver. Oh dear. <laughs> oh, I, you know, I, I, realizing that all the names asking for the Ev- Evangelion episode in this uh, particular episode are going to be. It, look, there's, there's a twinge of irony to all of them, I feel. <laughs> Will you guys be. Be happy or frustrated or both. I, I mean, don't know. I mean, because I gave them what they wanted, just not for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> the Susanator. The Danish Viking will conquer the world with Roranoa Zoro as my navigator. The Angel's Happy Sugar Life is in shambles after the Thank and Yank. Uh, the guy that makes Ron talk about those angel cunts at least once a week. Thanks for being the best thing to listen to while working out. Y'all's mostly agreeable takes distract me just enough. Thank and Yank boys edging their way through the finish line of No Nut November. Thank the angels that I actually timed a Patreon name correctly. Time to make someone say Titty Milk is my favorite lube. Whew. Turban, Super Zoo, Stacy's Mom, Snakey Pie, Sound Secondary, Shoujo Addict, who doesn't need help, just more manga to read and anime to watch. Sean getting the angel Christmas special robot. Sean puts the bara in Capybara. Ara. Also, I love angels. Seth Senju, Seraphim the Shark Plushie. Sagoy Dekai, that's what she said. Say hi to my girlfriend Haley. Say hi to my girlfriend Haley. Wait a moment. <laughs> um, do you have two? <laughs> These are separate people. I want to emphasize. They're they're separate. How many people with girlfriends called Haley hello are there? To, I want to if if your name is Haley and you are with somebody, hello. <laughs> yeah. Just to, universal, you know, just to everybody. Um. Uh, <laughs> Look. Uh, Ross Palmer, Rhiannon Williams, RGB98, Rem uses the drums of liberation to free all weebs from bad anime. Rem loves the big hole. Rem doesn't completely hate my favorite shows. Professor Fox, pro tips out of context, please for the love of uh, the birds, get in the Patreon revolt. Aviary Ku Evangelion, all will be right. Praise Haruhiism, have you heard of our lord and savior Haruhi? Pacoel Musico, Onaragoro is, my fa- is the best episode thus far. Now we move on to the Boy Wizard tier where everybody is getting head. No Waifu, No Laifu, 907. Nice Legs, Daisy Dukes, Max Mango, Doo Doo Doo, Neon Genesis Tattooed Evangelion, Neon Angel Huvo, Makeka 7 Hierto, Myrmicorn Fire, Mecha Zap, Making Fake Malacount so I can rate Forest Fairy 5 10 out of 10, Macaroni Uchiha, Love AOT and Like the Bot after 6 months of focused listening, Li- Live from Sean's Mom's Basement, Link Jokerl, like an angel with cruel and merciless intent, go forth, young Rem, and you'll become a legend if you watch NGE, Liam Dunn, King Rich Rock, Cassidy, Jurgidius, uh, Joe Rogan is my waifu, ooh, uh, Jax, Jam Hands, is that an angel I see, or is it a capybara that ate the bir- bird bird fruit? Uh, Icon Scout, I appreciate the thanking yank, Sean, you're a true angel. <laughs> oh my Christ. <laughs> I, I, I can't not laugh at the thanking yank. I, I'm uh, just amazed there's so many. I didn't, I didn't anticipate time. that being added to the lore. Look, Sean, I, I create memes like it's nothing. <laughs> <laughs> you do, and I suffer for it. Because <laughs> my brand is going to be, like, 20% MILF Hunter and, like, 30% uh, Thank and Yank for, like, the next year. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're underestimating it. Uh, Hunter Tane. Hey, Sean, I got a text just now. It says durability test level one begin. Uh, Goggle McGigglefuck. Glenn Michael Dolan. Farmer Weep wants Patreons to know it's Christmas time for Eva, so say Angel. Fantide. Eva Angel Lion sounds like a sphinx that's in love with Wally, insists Misaka. 
Eva doesn't deserve to be jerked off as hard as it is. It's mid at best suffering angel. Uh, well, they, they support the coup, but they're also letting their opinion be known. Hey, uh, look, they, they care about the birds and the charity and the idea of controlling the podcast. Uh, but they, they, they just want their opinion to be known, which honestly, that's fair. <laughs> Uh, then we have Erica McCorkle, Elbow and Quenyo, Domo, Doo 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 Doo, Eva Eva Birds, Dark with Light, Angelic Evas, Daniel Riot, Daddy Sean, Daddy Rem, why does Daddy Rem hate fun? Oh, Samantha Honey Angel, fun hurt him very badly when he was a child. Daddy Rem, tell me a bedtime story. Cryptid Milf, Cryptkilla Steve, Countrified Goth here to remind you that you just lost the game. Chris Wood, cheese, I have never watched Neon Genesis Evangelion, but let's go, monkey. Uh, Celestian, Celestial Angel Fox, cat girls are best girls, so give them cute little paws. Carl Steph, can I have some Maguko Shinju review for this Christmas? I'm just a little boy in the cold. Rock hard for Jew dudes, I can't be bribed, says our angel. Oh, but you absolutely can, Sean. And now we wonder, was Sean bribed or not? Who knows? It's an it's a nebulous territory now. Big Blue Bear Boy, Big Tony Bear Trap, Big Nut says Angel for the birds, Burt B. Eva Flem Angel, Angel Thank and Yank, Angel for Steel, Angel for a good cause, and every day that Angel Raven comes to visit. Amazing Muffin, AJ Tunnel says Tribute Summoned Angel of Big Holes. Aisha Gudgy, Aaron Hegland, a book about tumbleweed learning to be human until it gets an Eva in the last five pages, and Dot. Now we move on to the Boy Wizards, where everybody will get their own angel. What does Daddy Rum say to Goth Angel Dylan and Mommy Sean? You get Vasoraya. Vincent Calabrese, you get Davithay. Davithai. Uh... Valkyries come at all father's command to destroy those who speak bad about JoJo's. You get Moongar. That reminds me, an angel of Eden says you are interested in men. You get Hafnil. That mouse girl, you are going to get Jophiel. That guy Evan or that guy Gellion, you get Kushiel. Rowdyo, you are going to get Raguel. Rent a girlfriend, revisit now, or make Rem watch some more Sword Art Online. You get the big hole. Rem should watch Pui Pui Molkar Season 2. You are going to get Urfael. Please consider Magical Girl Musical or Healer Girl. I want to know Rem's opinion. You are going to get Gadriel. Nightshade Blade, you get Raziel. Monogatari is everything you said you'd like in an anime. This week, it's the Christmas Rewatch. You get Metatron. Milena is Ryan's angel. You are going to get Shemhamfrey. <laughs> At what point uh, do the names just stop sounding real, like real names and sound like you're making them up when, in fact, they are actually all real names? Well, probably this next one. Mike says, get in the fucking robot, Rem. You get Macroprosopus. <laughs> Miguel Delion, you get Yufin Yufafin. Latino heard Sean hornily begging uh, Olivier Mira Armstrong to step on his pee-pee. Jesus. <laughs> I, she'd be more likely to step, quite frankly. You get Jegadale. Kugor, you get Sariel. I finally remembered to change this. Now what to make it? Spicitis, you get... Noriel. Hey, Sean, I want to aura aura your ass so hard you can't sit for weeks. Oh, boy, you get Sandalfon. Is, is that a threat of violence or a sex thing? Yes. You get uh, Etinsibziwa, uh, Drew, Angel of Trash, Sawdust, and a secret third thing. You get uh, Hashmal, Crimson Reapers just because of the sides. You get Hutriel, Carver 271, Tarwan, Cameron Coates, Yadathan, Bloodzell, not the bitch white white ones. Nithael. Beethoven 1201. Cassiel. Anonymous. Atiyel. Animated Z. You get Poil. A name written in Japanese so I don't know how to pronounce it. You are going to get Anush. 50 years old. Had to Google how to change my name uh, to Angel for the Birds. <laughs> uh, you get 
Hey, you're you're gonna get the angel Moroni, brother. Uh, <laughs> second to none. You're gonna get uh Penimu. And now we move on to the inappropriate Joey Wheeler tier, where where Sean, as Joey Wheeler, will describe what kind of mech you have, and I will name it. On that list, we have Papa Sean. Break my back like a glow stick. Ooh woo. Uh, uh, Okay, wow. Um, hmm. <laughs> Sorry, that one caught me off guard. I can't remember if we read that one last week or not, but either way. Uh, your mech, if I remember who you are, uh, this is going to be great, because your mech is just a 10-foot tall uh, guy that you can get just kind of sit in and your head pokes out the top, but it's uh, got really big arms and moves like a gorilla. <laughs> uh, and your mech is named... Godrilla. <laughs> That's actually not terrible. That's pretty good. That. That's pretty Generally, good. Generally, as hey. I said it, I'm like, uh, I'm now Googling Godrilla because I'm like, yeah, no, nobody's doing Godrilla. That's pretty fucking good. Trademark. Oh, wait. <laughs> there is a webcomic. A webcomic, an obscure webcomic that has 31 likes. And only 19 episodes. <laughs> uh. <laughs> And more power to him. Check him out, maybe. I don't know. Uh... <laughs> well, we, 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 shouldn't, we shouldn't give recommendations unless we know what's going on, because for all we know, it could be like the, like the most heinous thing out there, but it's called Godrilla, so it can't be that bad. <laughs> uh, next up, we got my dear old mom. Uh, your mech is a 30-foot tall uh, caterpillar. 30-foot tall, so that's not even just... That's not how long it is. That's how tall it is. Exactly. You gotta use the, your imagination to figure out how long it is. Oh, my God. Uh, and it's going to be called Cool Caterpie. <laughs> okay, I feel, uh, like you might, I feel like you might get sued by Pokemon for that one. Yeah, and then you're gonna run right through the headquarters and your goddamn giant caterpillar mech. What are they gonna do? <laughs> Look. Break, out the, break out that Pikachu mech, obviously. Mortal laws cannot hold you when you're in a giant mech, alright? You have transcended the legal system. <laughs> Last but not least, we got six months in counting. Uh, your mech is a very lovely, uh, a respectable 15 foot tall, uh, <laughs> your mech is a respectable 15 foot tall, uh, squid, and yeah, you get around, uh, on land by tentacles, but it really does best in water. Careful, Ram. <laughs> Fuck me. <laughs> and you are going to get, uh, it's gonna be called Sean Rollins' Search History. There Boy. we go. <laughs> Thank you all for tuning in. If you want to reach out for a comment, question, feedback, or recommendation, you can tweet us at AnimeConPod on Twitter. Or send an email over on to animeoutofcontext at gmail.com. Or, once again, Patreon. Check it out. $5. So much content. All right. Yep. I'm done. And only more will be coming. Uh, but with that, thank you all so much for tuning in. We love and appreciate you very, very much. Haha, ha, I win. And as always, don't fuck your sister. Do-do-do-do. Do-do-do-do. 